When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I am your host, Paul Machen. I'm joined by Chris Page. We've just done the uh, first fan zone commentary here on the channel. If you've been with us on the live stream the whole time, you're absolute absolute heroes thank you so so much we made uh, it difficult for them what we made it difficult oh for yeah them. we had them jumping all over the place jumping through hoops. just want to check if people were paying attention chris uh three different streams you have to set up for various technical issues so thank you if you stuck the whole thing out um if you're just joining us if, this is, if you're watching this after the fact welcome uh it, it was everton nil liverpool nil and chris um I, I, look, the general tone of the, of the of the comments and the reactions. This is going to be a negative one because I'd forgotten because uh, I haven't really done the comments too much uh, this season in particular. And of course, Liverpool had a like a ninety three percent win percentage at this point going into this game. Um, it is disappointing. I think there's no there's no other way to, to kind of phrase that. It's Everton. It's the Merseyside derby. You want to beat them at every given opportunity. And also, we obviously we just want that title sewn up. Mm. There's no escaping that Liverpool a draw in this position, and particularly given the way it was achieved, is disappointing. Of course, it's disappointing. It's disappointing because we've watched this team for the rest of the season, and we know that you know heading into this game we, we'd won twenty seven, drawn one, and lost one. Now, if I tell you that our record this season is twenty seven wins, two draws, one loss, you'd mm. still bite your hand off for that, wouldn't you? But 100%. the fact of the matter is, because we've seen us win twenty seven, draw one, lose one, we know that we're better than Everton. We know that we're much better than Everton, mm-hmm. and because of that, you go into it with a load of confidence. Now, this is an extreme circumstances. None of us have been through this before the players certainly have never been through anything like this before right in the middle of the season so they get a pass for me today Mm -hmm. and but that doesn't mean to say that I can't look at the game objectively and say we weren't good enough to yeah. win that game of football. Yeah, I mean, I've seen people go and inevitably because it's funny. There's a there's a there's a sliding scale. It's the people who, who watch it and talk to you about it. There's then then Twitter reactions and then obviously YouTube comments, which are just generally absolute insanity. Um, but you know, I've seen people go complaining like the the, the, the profligacy or not creating chances and not scoring goals. I I'm not sure. I mean, I think Salah makes a big difference because he's our top goal scorer. He's our He's probably our best player. You know what I mean. I mean, there's plenty of examples of Liverpool great players, but he's the guy who wins us the most football matches by scoring the, mo- the most goals. Um, not having him does have a does have a detrimental impact on what we're doing. But this notion that I think I don't, I'm not sure Klopp got the start and eleven wrong. Um, so let's kind of focus. We'll talk about this because I think he, I think we did get the substitutions a bit wrong, or they certainly didn't. Did, as you pointed out earlier, I'm not sure they improved. But let's start with the, with the team that started. See people talking about the depth of Liverpool. I think any team that's missing its first choice left back and then missing its top goal scorer, there's always going to be a bit of a drop off. Yeah, of course there is. I think 
you can add into that the fact that we didn't have our first choice centre half partnership available either. I mean, is that a defensive four that we've seen this season, or is it a defensive five if you include the goalkeeper? I'm not sure. Maybe yeah. it is, yeah. but maybe it's not. At the same time, it's certainly not one that's played loads and loads of games. Well, Robbo's only missed one game this season. That was Bournemouth before the before the lockdown. So odds are. That's Matip wasn't playing, and yeah. odds are Joe yeah. Gomez was. And yeah. I think you know it's a midfield three that hasn't played together very often. You know, Fabinho's played a lot of football earlier on in the season, but he was missing for a large portion as well. And and Naby Keita, as you mentioned during the stream, hasn't played a lot of football, hasn't started a lot of games for us. And it was a front three that have never played together, as far as I'm aware, yeah. in the positions that they were in. You know, Minamino, I'm, I'm pretty certain hasn't played on that right hand side for us. And you know, for as good as Bobby is, and he's one of my favourite players. For as good as Sadio Mane is, I've said this time and time again, the front three is the front three yeah. for a reason. Yeah. They, they they dovetail off each other, they play well, they, they their levels go up because the other two are there with them. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take time to build relationships up with somebody like a Firmino, um, I mean, Amino in that front three. So it didn't surprise me that we weren't at our attacking best. I didn't think we would be even if Salah was starting yeah. because of the, the just the fact that we've missed 100 odd, game, 100 odd days. Yeah. So it's a very difficult situation. But, you know, as you say at the start of that, you know, no first choice left back, no first choice goalkeeper, no first choice centre half. And yet we had the most of the ball. We had the most of the possession. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't test pick for enough for me. And yeah. that, that's the real thing that, you know, for all the changes that were made, for all the substitutions, the one thing throughout the the, the 16 players that played, they didn't fashion enough good chances. Yeah. I think the only issue where Liverpool, you can argue, is a, is a lack of depth, is that left back position. But I, I, again, James Milner, and he, he, he started the game well. You know, he's he's up around the final third of the pitch. He's, he's linking play. He's tiger. He's going into tackles. He obviously picks up a, a yellow card pretty pretty early on. But he, he's he's doing James Milnery things. You know, he's he's a perfectly capable understudy on that left hand side. But when he then goes down, well, who else have you got? And the issue we've got is that beyond that. Joe Gomez can play left back, but he, the same way he can play right back, but he's a centre back. He just happens to be quite good in the ball. And I thought he, I thought he performed admirably, as only you can, as the only way you can analyse when a player plays that far out of position in that regard. But it's interesting for me the two subs that did us were the enforced ones because I've got no, I've fundamentally got no problem with bringing Ox on for Minamino because I get why it was done. You go a bit more direct, you've got a bit more pace, you can kick balls into channels and chase them down and stretch the game a bit more. Genie plays every game for Liverpool, so there should be no issue with him coming in. The issue was, of course, the Cater was playing really well, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, and again, for me, you know, you want to get him up to speed. Origi's out of the out of the forward, but. In, in having to change, in having to put Gomez left back, that upsets everything we do. That upsets our balance completely. And then in having to bring Lovren on for Matip, you've lost the ability to bring Salah into the game. Mm. You've wait, you two, your first and your last subs have completely upset probably what the game what the game plan was meant to be. I think so. I think you know we we, we hypothesised about it. Um, Maybe at the start of the second half, I'll bring in Salah. Maybe it was in the first half, I'll bring in Salah off the bench. You know, I mentioned the, the Adama Traore substitute for Wolves yesterday, and how that had an effect on the game. And I think Liverpool were probably planning something like that. Now, two injuries in the game, it's disappointing, but we know uh, we've seen a lot of injuries picked up over this first few games of football and the restart because they haven't had the pre season that these players need no. to get up to the level of Premier League football. Uh, it does, it, you know, it, it cuts our legs off almost, doesn't it? Because I think that was probably a game plan that Jürgen was looking for. But, but that being said, you've got to roll with the punches. Yeah. And 
I can't tell you why Mane was put into the number nine position when Origi's there. Yeah. I, I don't understand that one at all because Origi didn't do anything from that left-hand side no. and Mane didn't do anything from the number nine position. So then we ended we ended it when we're looking for a goal with Origi on the left, Ox on the right, where he hasn't played there a lot at mm. all. He's been playing centre midfield for us and Mane centre forwards. And again, fundamentally, that's not even... Like, I'm not saying they go out there and they have to try and be the front three light or whatever, but that's not how Liverpool play football. So you're now asking a team that's chock full of... Um, Players playing out of position to go and break down what was essentially a really solid back two two banks of four from Everton. Yeah, it's, I mean, look, it's easy for us to throw the banter around, and 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 you know we we have and we will, and it's been it's great fun to it's great fun to laugh at Everton, and it has been for a very 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 long time. There's probably a number of people watching and listening to this who you know weren't even alive, you know, when Everton certainly when Everton last won a trophy or whatever, which I just feel like dropping for for shits and giggles mm, but Carlo Ancelotti is an amazing manager mm-hmm. he's a guy who knows us really well and he's also a guy who's had three months to prepare for this game well, whatever that looks like and whatever that means you know he's he's had three months whether that's necessarily in terms of how he actively sets his team up because Klopp's had three months and Klopp's a brilliant manager and he's had three months to, to, to look at this too I think it's easier to plan to stifle than it is to plan to, to create and what you all you've got to do is you know, that Atletico Madrid match is still the most active recent evidence of how, how to play and how to how to cause Liverpool problems and you just you know and I think Everton, I think they got their they got the game plan spot on. If that was if that was a Rafa Benitez performance against a better opponent, you know, and they they defended resolutely, all their last gasp tackles, and and they weren't even last gasp tackling tackling necessarily in like the six yard box or whatever. They were going to ground to cut off the the, the cut off the passing lanes. They did that brilliantly, and then. They created a couple of really, really well. They had three really good opportunities. They have the one in the first half from Richarlison. They have what he has one the second half as well, doesn't he? And they've got the um, the, the the Tom Davies one, sorry, uh, Calvert Lewin, sorry, as well. It's uh, their game plan was fine. I think Carl Carl deserves credit. You can Everton are a good team, Chris. I think the fact that they were twelfth in the league and the fact that we've laughed at them for ages kind of belies the fact that I actually and I said this for weeks. It wouldn't shock me if Everton had a good end of the season here because I think they've got they've just they're just they're probably better than people give them credit. I for. think they are. I think they are, and I think you're right. I think Ancelotti did have a good game plan against us, and, and I think we all knew what it was going to be, and they enacted it really well. And you know, it, it tells you it's a good game plan when we knew what was going to happen and we still couldn't win the game. Mm. But I do feel like I feel like we shot ourselves in the foot slightly yeah. today. Um, and, and, and that's disappointing for me and I, and I can't get past that and I'm not throwing the baby out the bathwater mm-hmm. it wasn't a good performance like even if you do individually you know you, you were sat sort of in the room when I was doing my play ratings it'd be interesting to find out what you thought of everybody as well individuals there wasn't many and when I say standout performers like for me Kaita was standout but standout of a pretty no, no, average no, no. bunch yeah exactly You're not, you know what no, I mean nobody's no nines that, or tens. No, no, no. I, I, I think I might have gave two eights, maybe, and maybe the goalkeeper. I think, yeah, for me, I think the goalkeeper definitely, and it's tough. With, it's tough with Naby, isn't it? Because again, he, he, he looked bright. I, I really like Naby, and it was tangible how much worse we were without him on the pitch. But again, I, I'm not sure anyone really played above a seven in the in, in the whole thing. But again, I, like. 
Trent, Trent ended up being, but whether it's that he had a poor game or he was well stifled, I mean, he's a fullback. He's 21 years old. I think people need to remember that you're not going to get world-class performances in him out of, on every single every single kick of the ball, every single performance that he puts in. But there are other people. Again, Fabinho hasn't been right since he came back from injury. Um, Jordan Henderson's been much better in the DM in the back half of the season. And again, you can't know. There's, there's, it's worth... This game for me was absolutely worth throwing Minamino in. And it was absolutely worth throwing Fabinho in. And it was probably worth throwing Matip in because, you know, you, you, we're going to rotate. We're going to need to keep players fresh because, because you mentioned they've not had this pre-season. We're going to see, I think all the teams are going to do this a lot more than we realise. We're just getting we're getting players back up to speed whilst also trying to perform a season at the same time. Absolutely. And, and look, the difficulty I think we've got as fans watching this game and, and trying to sort of analyse it and all that type of stuff at the moment is we're so used to seeing Liverpool go and win yeah. and being in form. So for, for us to, to sit here and say, and you, you just said there, and I agree with you, by the way, about Fabinho, you know, probably hasn't been great since his, his injury and since he's come back into the side. We've not seen what's happened since then in that mm-hmm. last three weeks when Liverpool have been... He could have been on fire, yeah. you know, in, in training. We know Naby's been on fire in training and probably deserved the start. Yeah. And it maybe just didn't work today. Yeah. Maybe it's got nothing to do with how Fabinho was after yeah. his injury. Maybe he's back. He just didn't perform today. But the yeah. difference is we're in such a strange position because we've not seen the team play yeah. that we're, we're, we're measuring them against themselves. Now they're not going to be the level that they were fucking at before yeah. before the break. Yeah, it's it's for me in the Fabinho thing. You're right; it could be both. It's just not his game. I always reference that Sheffield United away game, and we just didn't need Fabinho in that. You needed someone who was more comfortable striding forward with the ball. Who was just be who was prepared to be a bit more direct in his passing. I mean, you can do that in some ways, but there's no shock. I think you know Man City, and maybe this is one of the reasons why is that like for the, that Man City game. It could end up being that that looks like it's going to be a title decider. Um, you want Fabinho in that game because you need him for games against Manchester. City. Like he, he helped, you know, he kicked it off at, at Anfield, scores that absolute banger of a goal. But I think we, we've and I've long held this theory. His injury was really well timed because we got all the big games out the way. And Henderson is fantastic against teams that have got no, who don't want to be ambitious mm. against you because you can afford to put your DM can afford to play a few more give and goes, can a few, afford to burst into midfield a little bit more. And realistically, this was probably one of those games. But again, Klopp has said this all along: he's not putting his lads out for the next two games. <laughs> He's putting his guard lads off for the next nine games, yes. and and it's annoying when because because but the thing is Liverpool Liverpool results and Man City results and I mentioned like Bayern Munich these are all mutually exclusive events. How Man City have reacted to their first game back has got nothing to do with how Liverpool it doesn't doesn't make it more or less likely for Liverpool to come back and 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 gel and and play well and what have you. It just doesn't. So it's it's a it's a if we're going to benchmark against other teams. Then we're going to be disappointed, and but you're disappointing. We're disappointing ourselves if we choose to. Look yeah, at absolutely. That one. Yeah, I think the pertinent point you, you made there, and the, and the one that stand out really is is about he's not planning. Klopp's not planning for two or three games. He's not planning for this season. We are though, because we're all yes, going. We get the two games. Get your first choice. Get them one. But you've got a three week break or four week break maximum in between the seasons here. Yeah. So let, let's say we're right. Let's say Fabinho hasn't been the same player. Mm-hmm. Well, he needs fucking games. It's better to put them on, like, I'm not being funny, right? Yeah. But 
the title's really not on the line. You said title decider. It's a title confirmer, yes. potentially, against Manchester. It's not yeah. a fucking decider. It's yeah. somewhere near a decider. Yeah. So get your fucking lads up and ready. Yeah. Because we know Fabinho's going to be the player that he was at the start of the season. Yeah. Maybe he just needs a bit of game time to yeah. get there. Now if you, you've got games that don't matter. Yeah. Because we're going to win this title. Yeah. So get him fucking up and speed for next season. Yeah. And when the season starts, that's when you can judge Liverpool. Right now, it's about getting over the line. That's what it's about. Let's be perfectly honest on that. If anyone wants to go down the comparison routes, I'm not saying necessarily, I've seen a couple of people saying, I'm not saying if you're watching or listening, them talking about you expressly or whatever, but I would much rather have had Arsenal as my first game back. And that seems counterintuitive because like Arsenal are higher in the league. And I think they lost too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, it, but obviously, Arsenal Arsenal were held in higher esteem. I think people do, I said this before, be a bit disrespectful of Everton. They've, got, they've probably got the third best manager. And, I, and I, I'm splitting hairs on that. Klopp isn't, a be- isn't necessarily a better manager than Ancelotti. Pep Guardiola isn't necessarily a better manager than Ancelotti. He's an elite level manager, and there aren't many of them in the league. There's three in the league. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe Mourinho. I know he's, he's, he's had his day, but you can't argue against what he's, you know, what, he, what he's achieved and I what could. have you. Yeah, you know, uh, to be churlish, but you get my point. Um, I, I think Ever- again. I think Everton are a good side, and it was demonstrated there. They caused us problems, um, and we probably should have lost. And, I, and that's one of those things where, rather than be disappointed at what the game wasn't, be di- be be happy that it wasn't worse. <laughs> because you know, the, the good thing we're at, we're in a we're in a, an incredible position. And why anyone any notions of throwing the baby out with the bathwater are pointless because we're so far ahead in the league. We haven't got here by accident. You don't construct the season that Liverpool have by accident if you do it by look you can you can be a bit lucky and you can get the rub of the green and blah 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 that's how you win it when you're Leicester you need a lot of other factors to go go your way Liverpool have been so utterly dominant that Liverpool drawing the first game after a three month break against their their derby rivals away from home um, against the Carlo Ancelotti organised side on the scale of things to get annoyed about that's not ranking high for me and we've got this base knowledge underneath it that says we're probably going to be alright it might be you know, there's, there's a spell of games left now Liverpool are just going to just going to uh, tick it up and get back up to speed and win it um, but yeah it would have been nice ultimately Chris just to be able to come back with a win because we've waited this long, it does make it feel a bit disappointing. But that's again on us, yeah, not yeah. on them. Listen, I'm, I'm disappointed because we didn't win against Everton. I'm disappointed because we didn't put a great performance in. I'm disappointed because you know we've drawn a game of football. Yeah. I always am. Um, yeah. But when you t- when you when you step back and you look at what we've gone through and, and what the lads have done so far this season, you can't be disappointed. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't in any way, shape, or for, uh, form taint what the lads have put in so yeah. far, and it, and it won't do. Oh. The fact is, we didn't get beat. Yeah. That's that's another good thing. Mm-hmm. And Allison's been brilliant again in that. Mm-hmm. Um we didn't, have our first, we didn't have our first team out and we didn't get beat away at Everton. It, it, you know, we've played our first team away at Everton the last two seasons and drawn fucking nil-nil with them. Um, so, you know what? I, listen, I can take it on the chin. They, they had a good performance, Everton. Yep. They've got a good manager. They've got good players. You're right, they're not the 12th best team in this league. They're probably a little bit higher than that. Mm-hmm. But Liverpool are the best team in this league and we will go on to win the league. By an absolute mile. Uh, thank you very much for checking out the instant match reaction. If you're watching live, you're amazing. Drop a like right now you can join up for memberships. We're going to be doing a full final word show for those of you who are new to the concept. It's 45 to 60 minutes, near, always near 60 minutes, after every single game, analysing the game with a full panel of people. Normally it's done in the room. Uh, we're going to be doing this one with a wider spell uh, of people as well. It's always good fun, uh, always good to kind of chat through things in a bit more depth and detail, having had time to digest 
what the match has been and the fallout and all that kind of mm, thing. Watch. But you can now get that if you subscribe. Uh, if you come, if you subscribe to the RedmenTV.com, you get it. You get all of our additional content. That's all the back catalogue. Loads of great interviews uh, with Liverpool players, past and present. Uh, and we've got like the Resonance Roundup. There's the Around the League show. There's loads and loads and loads of brilliant stuff. But if you just want the final word show, you can join up on YouTube memberships. Tier 2 members get all the emotes, but they also get access to those two final word shows or the final word show after every Liverpool game as well. So you've got loads of options to support the channel um, and to get brilliant Liverpool content in your face and ears um, all the time as well. We'll be back on Wednesday. If you want more on YouTube, we'll be back. Don't you worry. The Fan Zone Watch Along is coming back. Uh, the game kicks off a quarter past eight against Crystal Palace. We will be live uh, doing the show from quarter to eight. So jump in the stream a little bit earlier for all that. We'll hopefully have all the kinks ironed out by there. By then. Um, thank you very much, Chris. There you go. That was a perfect mate. example. Welcome to Itchy and Scratchy Land, but nothing can possibly <laughs> go wrong. Um, we've had a great day, uh, apart from the results, but yeah, we keep on fighting. We'll see you all soon. Ta-da. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.